This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath, beautiful Thursday, January 23rd. We are on, is it the 11th day of our time of seeking God? We're not saying that to say, look at us, or wow, because uh, none of us could do this without God's help. We're, we're saying it because it's an incredible thing that we need. Uh, everybody needs a time of focus. Everybody needs a time of seeking. Jesus, you know, went on the mountain to pray and all the things that he always did and demonstrated this kind of lifestyle. We're just trying to follow in his footsteps, and uh, it's so much easier doing it in concert, doing it Come with on. other people, like Pastor David, how we do Morning Breath. Pastor David Gammon's here with me today to be my co-host, and and what we do on Morning Breath, we read a chapter, we spend some time in it, we study, we pray, and then we come down here to the studio at the Maryland campus, we read the chapter, and then talk about wherever God leads us, and, and we do that together because it's just, it's easier to do uh, anything that you do together than it is alone. And so uh, we're, we're inviting you to get on board. If you haven't gotten on board with the devotion yet, you can do that. And Pastor David will say more about our website and app and all that. So Awesome. Get yeah, it. Jump on in. If you want to jump on the devotion, and, and it's a great template to follow, go to our website. Go to our website, and you'll see a little banner for it about midway through the uh, landing page, homepage there. Click on that. It'll be able to take care of you for as far as the devotion and the 21 days of seeking that we're in right now. Also, if you wanted to find out what we're going to morning breath, just see a little morning breath icon there. Here's the kicker. Here's the great news is that we have actually paralleled morning breath with the chapters predominantly Monday through Thursday with what we're doing in the devotion. So you get like a double extra pressing in when you look at reading the devotion or someone wrote, and then you get to hear um, a pastor and a co-host talk about that chapter as well. So super great way to pump up your quiet time, to get into the word, to, to um, just kind of dig in a little bit deeper. Another great way is get our app, go to wherever you get mobile apps and get the East Coast app. You'll see it's got a little bluish, light bluish background with like a silver or white kind of cross on it. And download that. You can also call the church, 321-452-1060, and we'll have a live, loving human being take care of you on the need you need, whether it's email or a hard copy paper going out. So that's how you jump in. We got a couple other things going on. TNT, our youth group, uh, teenagers. 6th to 12th graders are going to Rock the Universe tomorrow. We're going to meet at the Church of Three. So if you've got a young person that... You want to get involved in something really good in a great environment, that would be something you could do with your uh, young person out there. We're also doing baptism services uh, in every service at every campus, different times in that, so you got to check on that, how that's mm-hmm. going to work out this next weekend. And so if you go the avenue, it's a little bit different than the Parkway or the Coco or Vieira. But so if you got to get with that particular campus to know when. But for example, at the Parkway, we're doing them every service. And, and uh, you know, so that's 530 Saturday, and then 8.30, uh, 10, 11.30 on Sunday morning. So that's all out there. What do you want to do now? Man, I tell you what, John 15 is what we're going into today. Great chapter. I'm going to read through verse 14. Will that work? That will work. New King James for me. NIV for me. Okay. We love it. I do. It's great chat. Great, great reading. All right, Pastor Dan, you're going to kick us off. So I say to you, read, sir. I am the true vine, and my father is a vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. 
I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears a much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. As a father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I've spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and to bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This my command. This is my command. Love each other. The world hates the disciples. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love it would love you as its own, as it is. You do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember the words I've spoken to you. No servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obey my if they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. Now, however, they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done amongst them what no one else did, they would not them no one else said they would not be guilty of sin, but now they have been, they have seen these miracles, and yet they have hated both me and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in the law they have hated me without reason. When the counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the father, the spirit of truth who goes out from the father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. Amen. 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 So the devotion is really talking about, I really love the example from the devotion about a dad. It's easy for me to use that one Mm -hmm. because I am a dad now. It wasn't so easy for me to use that one, you know, when you think of yourself as a Christian and not being a father. Uh, Fatherhood does do something in your life that doesn't really exist until you become a father. You know, a lot of times uh, growing up, I thought of my father as the as the what was a the fun stealer or the you right. know the the stick in the mud. That's an old expression. I don't know, even know what kill. that means. You buzz kill. There's the word we're looking for. Now we're starting to get up to the '90s. But right. anyway, I don't know what they say now. Hey, we got Nick with us. Nick, what do they say now? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I was not listening. Oh what my are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about like a buzz kill. What what's an expression oh, for that? Oh, eh? Like a party pooper. Uh, yeah, that's okay, a new one. That I, was a 50s. I want to say, Nick wasn't uh, even th- thought of then. I don't think his parents were born in the 50s. Moving right along. I'm sure his parents weren't born in the 50s. But anyway, yeah, I always thought about my dad as like, oh, uh, you know. But then when you when you think about your heavenly father and he gives you, you know, what it's saying here is using this word commandments, 
doing his commandments and you kind of think, oh, commandments. This is not legalism in the sense of, oh, you got to do this or do that. This is love and protection. It's just like the example our devotion was, you know, a dad telling his teenage daughter not to speed. Why? Because he loves her and doesn't want her to get hurt. You know, don't don't be texting on your cell phone while you're driving your car. Why? Because I love you. I don't want to see you die. And uh, you can take that right down the line. And that's what we see here. God is, uh, it's not just rules and regulations. It's love. You know, as the Father's loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. That's the kind of language he's using here. This is, these are love things. I did a series years ago uh, <clears throat> called Guardrails, which I copied from Andy Stanley. It's an incredible series uh, of messages that talk about how God puts guardrails in our lives to keep us safe. And they're not uh, thou shall nots that are rules and laws to, to hem us in, but they're guardrails to keep us safe. And I think when we start seeing some of the things that God asks from us and, and desires for us, we start seeing his loving heart for us and Come not on. just... Oh, that, you know, buzzkill or party, right. party, party pooper. pooper. That's a modern one. That party pooper example that Nick gave us. He's probably not listening anymore. He's over there. He's taking a nap. What is that right? snoring noise? <laughs> He's over there shaking his head. But, uh, yeah, so that, uh, that, uh, that stood out to me. I like that. It's a great perspective on understanding keeping God's commandments. I love that, too, because I'm able to grab a hold of those guardrails. And as James would talk about, it says, I count these trials. Or sometimes when you first hear a Christian guardrail <laughs> or something that we would call like a best practice to keep us from sinning or from a life of death and destruction yes, of what yes. God, anything outside of God's best for your life, that's what sin means. It's an archer term to mean to miss the mark. So we don't want to miss the mark with our story and our time God's given us. And I'm able to have a full confidence and trust when I read about what God has, what Pastor Ann is talking about, just off that first sentence, I am the true vine. It's like Hindu's not it, Buddha's not it, uh, yoga's not it, um, whatever, horoscope's not it. Only God can come out and say, I am the true vine. I am the way the truth, and the life. He's like, I'm all yeah, three. Google has nothing on what I tell you. Yeah. And that is why when it, when he comes down and I see these commandments and I see what he's telling me to do, it's like, I've, I've seen, I took 23 years of my life and I was the king of my castle mm. and I wasn't too impressed with my kingdom when I was done at 23. But fast forward 20 more years later-ish, I'm rounding up, but still, I am in all of what God can build and what God can do if we would just obey his commandments. And I love it here. He even takes it down to us. He's like, let me tell you my commandments. He's like, love other people as I have loved you and love my father, love, love God with everything you got in you. He doesn't recite all 600 of Moses's writings, but what he does is he sums them all up. Nice. Because you can't commit adultery and love your wife. You can't commit murder and love your brother. You can't covet and love yourself. You can't, you know, and you go right down and looking at the way and really the more you dig in to the loving heart you're called to have and created to have, you'll find that it's a joy to fulfill or it's a joy to walk in these commandments. Absolutely. And then when you think about what's what's the result, because, you know, what's the result when you tell your teenage daughter not to speed or text or any other things she might be tempted to do, and we're all tempted to do, when we drive our car? What happens? Well, she's strong. She doesn't get hurt. She's, you know, doesn't have a ticket on her 
license so that when she decides she wants to be a police officer, it's an issue or, you know, all the things that go on in somebody's life. And, and this is how it puts it in, in verse seven of the chapter. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will. And what he means by if my words abide in you, in other words, if you keep my word, if you're doing what the Bible says, and those are those kind of commandments or rules or good things to do that'll help you in your life. It says you will ask what you desire and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you'll be my disciples. Why does God want this for you? Because he wants you to be fruitful. Come on. He wants you to have abundance. He wants good things to be going on in your life. Fruitfulness glorifies God. Fruitlessness does not. Now, I know a lot of people, come on now, that we had this religious view for many, many years of, you know, if I, if I, if I have nothing, if I walk on glass, if I, you know, if I, you know, just John the Baptist had, a, you know, he was had lived in mohair and right. ate grasshoppers, you know, if I do this. But, hey, please don't misunderstand me here. Fruit is not, a, you know, a Cadillac either. So don't, don't take it the other way. But our lives should reflect blessing. Come on. Our lives should reflect the fullness of God. Fruitfulness for me is right now I'm ministering to somebody in my family who I care about, who's had a tremendous pain in their life. Fruitfulness for me in that case would not be getting a new car. It'd be seeing him come to the Lord. Right. But by having a nice car, I can get to where I need to, to do what God wants me to do. Amen. And so there's a balance there of walking in God's faithfulness and having fruitfulness in obeying his commandments. Does he want you blessed? Absolutely. Barrenness, barrenness, being barren, having not does not glorify God. Absolutely. I, and you know what I also have noticed over the last couple of years, and my buddy pointed this out to me, he was like, how come pastors always pray for the next generation to become doctors and lawyers? He's like, and, I, and that really challenged me. You know, I'm in the generational ministry. I, 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 my passion in my heart's the young adults. And I was like, well, really good point. He goes, and I started thinking about more. And, and as we're talking, it's like, man, we should be really passionately praying and lifting up and 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 giving credit to say, hey man, I really look up and I pray that that our next generation and our kids and ourselves are producing the fruit that this person or that person and we lift up people that that are producing whether they're uh, foremans in our construction field that you can't go to their job site without hearing the gospel or they're workers at NASA or they work in a daycare or they're a stay-at-home mom but you know what where God has placed them, they're operating in the assignment and the calling God's given them, and they're faithful to Jesus. Now, keep in mind, if you're a lawyer or a doctor and you're listening, I love you. God loves you. This was not a shot at you. This was just saying, you know, we do put, we look towards accolades more than the fruit. And and I, I, I was really challenged, and I want to start speaking that over some people and saying, you know what, man, I want you to be the kind of bag boy at Publix that when you see someone that's coming in down, Absolutely. you're speaking life. There's, there's little girls coming out of TNT right now. She wants to go to the apprenticeship, and we're talking. And um, and uh, she was talking. Uh, we actually, uh, my wife Nancy and I, I had talked to her for a little bit, and then all of a sudden a friend of ours who we've been praying for, a grown woman who we've been praying for, wound up doing this girl's hair and nails for her business. And this little girl who goes to our church started witnessing to her about <laughs> Jesus and then started inviting her to church. And that was our, the, the exact person we've been praying for cool? to come about. So cool. And it's like, I want to raise that little girl up. It's yeah, like, I want to be like that. I want that fruit coming from me. I Actually, yeah. I'm going to say something here. I hope it's correct. I don't think I've ever prayed that. 
yeah. that all our young people become doctors and lawyers. I don't think I've ever prayed that. I don't think I'd ever even think that way. I just don't think that's part of my makeup. Do I want right. them to be blessed and prosper? Absolutely. I read an article uh, recently on, uh, it's called the Mammoth Sniper Challenge. Yeah, you see my kind of background, what I like. Sounds awesome. And uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's three-day challenge. You, you have to traverse... Uh, 40 miles in those three days, you've got to be able to do uh, one mile every 16.5, uh, uh, 16 and a half minutes with a 70 pound pack on your back. And you've got to make the shot in all these areas and you live outside and it doesn't matter if it's raining or snowing or what's going on. You just got to do it three day. It's an incredible challenge. I read this story. It was an incredible thing. These guys came in second. And at the end of it all, the guy said, I just want to thank Jesus Christ. When I couldn't take another step, he gave me two without even asking for it. And, and he had this picture of this cross with all these names of Jesus on it next to his sniper rifle and this other stuff. And it was like, dude, here's a guy that just is a gotten out of the military, crazy for God. But yet that's that's his area. But what do you do? He just did an article that reached thousands of people on the Internet talking about Jesus and how God helped him and strengthened him in his walk. And you think, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you become. God does. Come on. And so follow him. But what I want you to do is I want whatever you choose to do, that it would glorify God and that you would live for him. And that's the super important part. And that next tension that comes up in the scripture in this, in this part of the chapter is that he talks about we are not to be of this world. You know what he's talking about? If the world hates you, he talks about the disciple thing. And and oftentimes, so, so since we're being 100% transparent here, I have a seven-year-old little boy that loves Iron Man. Come on. Uh, he loves Iron Man. And I have a little daughter that dun, loves. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> right? Oh, that's a different well, Iron Man. Song. Well, but exactly. That's so fine. when me and him are driving the basketball practice, so we're going to go out and do something together, 90% of the time, 80% of the time in, in our vehicle, worship music's on. But you know what? Dad, he might look at me and say, Dad, can we listen to some Iron Man music? Mm-hmm. And I'll turn up real loud, ACDC, Back in Black, because that's the, the Iron Man soundtrack. And some people might run at me and say, Pastor, don't you know, brother, you're not to be of this world. And I'm here to tell you, chill out. Look at the fruit, okay? Look at the investment in people's lives. There are some people that are called to go into this world. We have an adult outreach that you've got to look and assess what you're doing. We have a metal church that is like, you know what? What is the fruit of what we're doing? They're going out. And if you want to, if it means connecting with someone or spending a moment with someone and you lose something that's contemporary to connect, make that connection. That is okay. What they say about not being like this world is means we're not taking the perspectives, the mindsets, the values, and the heartbeat of this dark generation that we live in. That my foundation, my guide, my, my everything is based on what Jesus Christ is. So that is why I want to encourage some people today is, and also another thing is, don't be somebody else's uh, world police, all right? The Holy Spirit, allow them. And if you're an accountability partner, that might be different. But, man, I want to encourage you right now, um, let people run their race with Jesus. Yeah, Paul said, I become all things to all people, mm. you know, that I might reach, you know, more people. Now, that doesn't mean he became a sinner right. or, a, you know, a, a bank robber to reach bank robbers. <laughs> but <laughs> please don't stretch the truth here. But, you know, I'm, I, I can be in the world and not of the world. The very thing that Jesus became, was condemned for 
was hanging out with sinners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he even, th- he even throws me. He says, hey, John came and did it your way, and you hated him. I come and do it different way, and you hate me too. Yeah, well, see, your problem is you just hate. <laughs> and you're a hater. Mm-hmm. And instead of someone who's always thinking about reaching. Come on. Now, here's the truth. John came in and reached the people in Israel. Jesus came and reached outside of it, a wow. lot of Israel. And so wow. different method. You know, if you're going to reach people in the church, because let's just be, let's just be blunt. We're on a 21 day fast here because we need a tune up. Come on. We need to be fired up. We need a little, you know, a little fine tuning. We need to be, have some correction. I I know one day last week, I just cried the whole, whole prayer time. I Mm. just cried. I don't cry that much. I just cried the whole time. And it was just felt broken and, you know, God moving in your heart and doing things in you. And man, do I need that? We need the ministry of John the Baptist, but but when we rise up from that ministry of Jesus working through somebody like John the Baptist or doing a John the Baptist work in our hearts, we then rise up to not to minister other Christians, but also to a lost and dying world. And you know that's where you've got to be connected to it enough degree so that you don't live in a monastery somewhere and never see anybody. Come on. I know when mm-hmm. I go into this portion of scripture and he starts talking about, hey, don't be surprised when this world persecutes you or is against you. See, way I gauge that or how I apply that in my life is I believe it or not, I, I'll use that as the after but not the before. So if I'm going to go into an area, let's say I'm going on an offshore fishing trip on one of those giant party boats, and who knows who's on it. If I'm going out to a relative's house that's far away from home court advantage here at East Coast, and who knows the environment I'll be in, I don't walk in there saying to myself, I know they're going to persecute me. I know they're going to persecute me. You know, I don't. I go in there and say, man, God, what are you doing? You have me here. That means you want a light shined here. I'm so excited because you told me that that the, the fields are white and ready for harvest. And I get myself excited for what God is doing. Now, if I face persecution, I understand it. I understand the root of it. I understand that it's not me and it's actually not them. But there's actually principalities and powers of dark places that are at work. And I'm interfering with their fun time. And I love to interfere with their fun time. I actually challenge myself, and I'll say this really quick. I want to challenge you guys. This is just a personal note I, I got early on in the fastest. Is I want kingdom of heaven to flow through me. And here's four things I said I would that. I believe that if you do this, if you do some of these things, you will see heaven um, health healthily flowing through you. One is com- commit to the tithe, people. Commit to the tithe. Get heaven open. Commit to the tithe. Um, next, ask God in the morning. Ask God in the morning, what do you have for me this day? What do you have for me this day? And then I'll, I'll say whatever is on my agenda. But the first thing comes what he has for me this day. Pray for people in the moment. I don't want to walk away. Is that three? Yeah, pray for the, people yeah, in the pray for people in the moment. Um, pray for people in the moment. So if someone's like, brother, I'm going through something, I'm like, can we pray? I don't, yeah. I don't put them on a prayer list for yeah. later. And then I do my best to speak life. I do my best. None yeah, of these are new cool. things. Nah. But man, watch if you just do those four things. Watch heaven move. You know, watch heaven move. Wow. So I like them, man. Yeah, pray in the moment is big. You know, I'll pray for you, and I have to work at that. When I say I'll pray for you, same. I have to work at that. And you know, to be honest, I don't always get it done. Same. You know, I walk away and go, oh, you know, wow, look, there's a there's a squirrel and I get focused on something else and I don't get back to it. And so praying in the moment is an incredibly wise uh, way to handle things like that and to get, get in touch with some, you know, get in touch with God together with somebody about anything that's going on here. You know, the other thing I'll just say about this chapter that, that I think is good to recognize. And I think when we learn, I bumped my mic on accident there. Uh, so don't put me in timeout. So we got to be careful touching our mics. But anyway, 
Um, one thing we've got to remember from this chapter is that these are these are some of the last things Jesus said. John's mm-hmm. you know laid out differently, and it just jumps into G- the ministry of Jesus, then jumps ahead years. And anyway, when you're in chapter 15, these are like the final words of Jesus to his disciples. And these are the things he's telling them. So I don't know about you guys, but if I, it was, if I was on the plane getting ready to crash into the Pentagon, was that United Flight 93? Mm. And I got my wife on the phone. The last things I said to her would be the most important. It'd be the same. It's the same thing here with Jesus. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. East Coast Christian Center would like to invite you to join us on a 10-day Israel Bible study tour led by co-pastors Dan and Matt Staubaum. The trip will take place March 9th through the 18th, 2020. The total cost is $3,995. For more info or to register, sign up at eccc.us slash Israel trip. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend, Mike Green, and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. I love here when we look at this, it says, When the counselor comes, whom I will send 
to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And what really jumped out to me was that word testify. And testify here means to give evidence as witness in a law court. He will point towards Jesus. He will reveal to you the truth of Jesus. I also, that Holy Spirit, that's who that counselor is. He actually talks about in John 14, right before this. Yeah. He goes, um, where I go, let not your happy trouble, where I go, I prepare yeah. a place for you. He talks about yeah. sending the counselor there, yeah. the comforter, as we yeah. call him there. Um, he's saying that so you can have the faith in your heart to be the witness to what this world needs, and that's Jesus Christ. Yes. You see, in you, the Spirit is going to point to the, the Father and the Son so that you can declare it as Second Peter 2.11 will say that you can be the oracle or the mouthpiece of the living God. You get wrapped up. I get wrapped up on the right words to say. Actually, what we need to do is listen, and the Holy Spirit's looking to give us the words to say and to testify on our behalf, to testify in us, to say what this world needs, and that's the words of Jesus Christ. Woohoo! Amen. I love it. God bless you guys. Have a day, great day in Jesus. Get on board with us. Read the devotion. We'll be on day 12 tomorrow. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.